0: Good morning, we're going to go ahead and get started here and uh, just so you know uh, several of the Sunday school teachers has asked asked if there is any way for us to record Sunday school so we are going to begin uh, with a live stream for the Sunday school class Uh, so now you know that we are live streaming so you know to curb your your behavior and your outlandish comments and all that kind of stuff uh, because it will be recorded for posterity's sake. So, you've been forewarned. (laughs) Yes, be careful of your language. (laughs) So uh, let's go ahead and pray, and then we will get started. Father, I come before you and thank you so much for this morning. I thank you uh, for those who are here I pray that as we begin a a new class that you'll use it to encourage us, Father, that you'll use it to edify us, Uh, but most of all, Father, that you will use it in such a way that you will be glorified through our application of it. Father, that is our greatest desire, not just to sit in a class and talk about things, but that you will be glorified uh, as we apply your word to our lives, and so I pray that you'll give us the grace to do that here this morning, and we thank you for all of this, and it's in, in your name we pray, amen. Alright, well if you look at your handouts, we are starting a, a new class this morning, and uh, I think it's rather appropriate that our new class is on encouragement within the church uh, as a great follow-up to the class we just finished on discipline within the church. So uh, this is a great follow-up class uh, So if you need a handout, you can raise your hand. It is a new handout for a new class. Uh, So even if you have them from the last class, you'll find yourself very confused if you're trying to follow me on that one. So if you need a new handout, just raise your hand, and Mr. Roger will take care of you. So, encouragement. Encouragement. Uh, It is something that we, as a church, we as the body of Christ are called to do for one another. Uh, 1 Thessalonians 5.11 says, therefore, encourage one another and build one another up just as you are doing. So it is, is a command in scripture that we are to encourage one another, build one another up. Uh, but is encouragement just another way of saying, be nice to each other? Or what is encouragement? What do you guys think the the purpose of encouragement, the goal of encouragement is within the church. Why do you think God tells us to encourage one another? Motivation. That's good. Helps us feel good. Yeah. What are you doing if you're not encouraging each other? Yeah, (laughs) that's good. So when we talk about encouragement, what is encouragement? I like the, the idea of that it's motivation. Any other thoughts on what encouragement is? Mm. Yeah, yeah, building people up and... Yeah. and then
1: also to you know
0: Oh that's good. Yeah, so bearing one another's burdens, encouraging them, uh, building them up like in areas, maybe emotionally, uh, and then encouraging them to to do right. So that's good. That's good. Oh, that's good. Reassuring them in the moment uh, when they are right, even if everybody else is saying they're not. So that's good. All right, Uh, in Colossians uh, chapter 1, verse 28, uh, we read this. Him, and the him he's speaking of is Christ. Him we proclaim, warning everyone and teaching everyone with all wisdom that we may present everyone mature in Christ. So I think that outlines one goal of biblical encouragement and that is to help present others mature in Christ. Again, he's saying we proclaim, we're warning everyone, we're teaching everyone. Why? So that we may present everyone mature in Christ. So one of the biblical goals of encouragement is that we can help other people um, mature or grow in their walk with Christ. Uh, Hebrews 10 verses 24 and 25 say, Let us consider how to stir one another up to love and good works, not neglecting to meet together as is the habit of some, but encouraging one another, and all the more as you see the day drawing near. Uh, So again, that idea I think that Jason just talked about of uh, encouraging people to do the right thing, to stir one another up to love and good works. And uh, this passage is often the passage people will go to to say, See, you should be in church. Uh, when he says, not neglecting to meet together is the habit of some. But unfortunately, that's usually where people leave it. Uh, This passage isn't just saying, hey, you should be in church. It actually gives the reason. Stir one another up to love and good works. Encourage one another. So if somebody comes to church, sits in the pew, leaves right after, but is never engaged in body life, they're not actually fulfilling this verse just because they were at church. The idea behind this verse is to be engaged in body life. Uh, so that's just a little bonus for you uh, with, these, with this passage. It's not just about being at church. It's about being engaged in participating within the body of Christ. Which Joseph. Oh, I thought his name was Justice. It? Oh. But yes, Barnabas. Yeah, I, that's why I thought it was Justice. But yeah, uh, Barnabas, son of encouragement. Uh, yes. Uh, and was actually a very great example of that when with Paul. Uh, when Paul got saved and everybody was... Uh, against him and suspicious and not really trusting Paul's recounting of events. Barnabas is the one who put his arm around Paul, uh, engaged with him, and actually presented him to the apostles. He kind of actually put his own credibility on the line to say, this is Paul, this is what the Lord has done in his life. Uh, that coming alongside uh, to encourage him. And also with John Mark, when uh, John Mark uh, kind of abandoned Paul and uh, Barnabas on a missions trip, later on Barnabas was like, hey, let's take John Mark. And Paul said, "Uh uh-uh, he abandoned us once. But Barnabas, being that son of encouragement, uh, took John Mark with him on his missions trip when he and Paul split. And then later on, we find Paul going, by the way, bring John Mark, when you come, bring John Mark with you because he's useful to me in ministry. So we see Barnabas' uh, encouragement actually helped John Mark also grow in the faith to the point where before when Paul said, I don't want anything to do with him on my missions journeys, later on Paul is saying, bring him with you because he is useful to me for ministry uh, because of that, that encouragement. Oh, yes. one another to good Yes. So what is a great example. Mhm. Yes. the ministry as an act of giving
1: example
0: Yeah, that's very good. than John Mark. Yeah, very good. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Very good. All right, any other thoughts on that? All right, moving on to Hebrews 3, verse 13 says this, but exhort one another every day as long as it is called today that none of you may be hardened by the deceitfulness of sin. So another goal of encouragement is to help one another not be hardened or fall into the trap of the deceitfulness of sin. And I love what it says there at the beginning, but exhort one another every Sunday if you talk to somebody at church. Is that what it says? Exhort one another at least twice a week if you happen to talk to somebody from the body of Christ. And he says, but exhort one another every day, as long as it is called today, that none of you may be hardened by the deceitfulness of sin. So again, it's, it's making that point that church isn't about just coming on Sunday. It's about being involved and in investing uh, in other people's lives and opening your life up to be invested in. That is the picture of the church, not just a Sunday morning gathering, but an actual being involved in each other's lives. So we see here uh, purposes of encouragement to present one another mature in Christ, to help us grow in the maturity of our walk, to to stir each other up to love and good works, and to help one another not be deceived by sin, not be hardened by the deceitfulness of sin, not falling into the trap of the deceitfulness of sin. So those are just some of the goals we see of biblical encouragement. Uh, any other goals that you can think of that aren't here? Like I say, these are just some of the goals. Uh, what are some other goals that you can think of, if any, for biblical encouragement? Oh, no, I, I like that. I like that. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, uh-huh. That's good. That's good, yeah. Speaking courage to people, uh, putting courage into people in order to do the things that maybe they're scared to do. Uh, because the definition of courage is not fearlessness. The definition of courage is doing what is necessary even when you're scared. If you're not fearless, there's no reason to have courage or bravery. Uh, so courage is doing the things that are necessary even when you might be scared to do it. So that's good. That's good. All right. So uh, let's put all this together for our working definition of encouragement that we're going to be having during this whole class on encouragement. So here's our, our working definition caring for someone else, usually including speaking biblical truth to them, with the goal of that person's growth and godliness. Uh, I think that pretty well encompasses everything you guys have talked about, whether it's uh, the motivation, whether it's the stirring up to good works, whether it's speaking courage into them, whether it is uh, speaking truth to them uh, to to stand up for what is right. So yeah, caring for someone else, usually including speaking biblical truth to them, with the goal of that person's growth and godliness. Now we say usually including biblical truth to them, speaking biblical truth to them. But could you encourage somebody without words? How many guys have ever had surgery or had a baby? Well, I'm not raising my hand for that one. Uh, but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> really tough. It's really tough. But then in something, some situation where the church brought you meals, it... Th- that is one way to encourage, and words may have never even been spoken, but you saw the love and the care, the the support of the of the church through that. So it, it doesn't always include words. Um, a quote that is often attributed to Saint Francis of Assisi is, uh, "Preach the gospel wherever you go, and sometimes use words, or use words when necessary." It's not a good quote, actually, and St. Francis never actually said it. Um, The gospel must always come with words. You cannot preach the gospel without words. But you can encourage people without words sometimes. But sometimes it does require words to encourage them. Uh, And it usually has uh, some verbal content to it. And it's important that content... Come from comes from, or at least is based on Scripture. Um, follow your heart, trust your heart," said God. Never, God never says trust your heart or follow your heart. That's not encouragement. That's deceit. Uh, so that's why I say encouragement, uh, when accompanied with words, those words must always be based on and come from the word of God and not from Disney theology. That's follow your heart. That's Disney theology. That's what you get in Disney movies. Uh, So verbal encouragement should always come from and be based on the word of God. Very good. Yeah, uh, that the the statement that, and the reason I'm repeating all these statements is because we are recording this. So, uh, statement that our context for encouragement today in Northeast Indiana will be different than encouragement in the context of Afghan uh, Christians. Uh, And I think there is a very big difference different context uh for afghan christians chinese christians uh anybody who is actually undergoing true persecution for their faith uh encouragement for them is going to look different than encouragement for us uh what are some of your thoughts on the difference between that encouragement for us and that encouragement for them within those contexts
1: Yeah. The only person that can fight the only people that can fight people that will stop are people that have concept level fade back over here and was like, hey, press on, I've been there.
0: But here we can't say that because we don't we do Yeah, I think it's great that you use the word empathize because that truly is the difference. Uh we to the difference between sympathy is you feel bad for somebody, empathy is you understand and can associate with what they're going through and here in America you're absolutely right Rusty we can't empathize with what they're going through we can't associate ourselves with how they're feeling and what they're going through that's very good That's good. Yeah. Again, it
1: like, Mhm. So,
0: really it reminds me of in book Revelation when Jesus is talking to some of the churches and one of them is, is undergoing and getting ready to undergo even more persecution and his encouragement to them is this know that to he who overcomes, he will inherit eternal life. You know, he who overcomes will receive the blessing, the reward. And he's speaking of, you know, if you stay true through the persecution and die, you will have overcome. Uh, And so that that is what that looks like. Yeah, It is keeping your eyes on the future, uh, the future prize.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: mm-hmm. Yes. Yep. Yes, yeah, the Hebrews 10 passage that we talked about earlier, um, encouraging one, one another all the more as you see the day drawing near. That That's something we should always be encouraging people to keep their eyes on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. Yes. Yeah. The, the best way to encourage is first by forming that relationship, a trust relationship with them. Uh, there's a quote from a long time ago that most of you've heard, and it sounds so cliche-ish and corny, but it's absolutely true. And it's the one that says, uh, people don't care how much, you know, until they know how much you care. Uh, and as cliche ish as it may sound, it is absolutely true, and it is a good quote for us to take to heart uh, that people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. That building that trust relationship gives you the opportunity later to speak more in depthly into their lives with the word. So. Yes. Yeah and I like how you you framed it uh, because remember the the purpose of encouragement is to encourage people in their godly walk with the Lord. So with those people who may not even have a walk with the Lord, the I love the way you framed it. It isn't our goal isn't to be nice. It is so that we can eventually bring the gospel into it. Mhm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I think I heard 15. Yep. Yep. Yeah. 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 And and again keep in mind that Our goal isn't simply to be nice, because unsaved people can be nice. Our goal is to glorify Christ through our Christ-like behavior toward others, so that, especially if they know we're Christians, we have opened the door, planted a seed, uh, done something that will make them more open to the gospel, uh, so remember, it's, it's never just about being nice. And again, that's why I love the way you framed it. Um, because unsaved people, how many guys know nice people who aren't saved? So remember, it's the, all of that is always a means to an end. Our encouragement to other Christians is to build them up in their walk with, with Christ. Our encouragement to non-believers is to encourage them to a walk with Christ. Uh, encouragement is always a means to an end. Mm-hmm. Yeah, (laughs) but still the context. Yeah, absolutely. That that's very important. That that is the basis of any encouragement we can possibly offer. Um, if God's not faithful, then what can we really encourage people with? Hey, everything will turn out right. I mean not really because God's not faithful, but everything's gonna turn out just fine. As long as you don't expect much and you enjoy despair. You know? <laughs> yeah. Uh the basis of our encouragement is always in the fact that God is faithful. And without that there is no hope, uh, so that's very good. All right. any other thoughts with on that? Oh, you're fine. Yes.
1: like and like, I and oh Oh
0: yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. It it brings to mind one of my favorite Martin Luther quotes, which this is the month of October, which is the month of Reformation. Um, But one of my favorite Martin Luther quotes is uh, peace, if possible, truth at any cost. Uh, That peace without truth is simply sinful compromise. Uh, So I think you hit on a great point there, Amy. Uh, Peace without truth is simply simple, sinful compromise. I think exactly what she did is a great way.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. hmm And
0: <laughs> yes. You get so much in the end, here and Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yes. Very cool. oh
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Okay, so let me make sure I understand the question. Um, if you're in a friendship relationship with somebody, uh, and it looks like they are, uh, veering away from truth or they're in sin they're in sin okay <laughs> okay <laughs> and that's where uh you would encourage them with the truth um, take them to scripture. And it, again, if it's uh, kind of goes back to what we were talking about in this last class on discipline, that if it is an objective sin, in other words, uh, it is a clear cut case of sinful actions, um, you can take them to that scripture in meekness and humility and point them out to that and call them to repentance because that actually is an encouragement because remember the the goal of encouragement is to spur them on to a deeper walk with christ and so if they're going in this direction encouraging them to repent is spurring them on to a deeper walk with christ uh so we often think of encouragement and as what will make people feel good or make them happy uh but again that's why we we have the working definition that encouragement uh, Is caring for somebody else enough to encourage their walk with Christ? And that does include uh, speaking from Scripture. Uh, So yeah, that's a good question. And it's a great way to clarify that encouragement isn't always to make people feel good or to feel happy or to make them go, yes. Um, Sometimes encouragement is to encourage them to repent, uh, because we know that there is no better place than walking in fellowship with God, and sometimes to encourage them to go to that best place possible, fellowship with God, does take confronting them on their sin. Uh, Yes, looking towards the end goal instead of temporary happiness.
1: But I love and so I say
0: that it does, oh, somebody else had yes. That's good. That's good. Mhm. Yes. Yes. That's
1: good. Hmm. Mm. <laughs>
0: Yeah, absolutely. Very good. All right, I'm going to, we're about out of time. Uh, But we did get through the first page. (laughs) I had five pages printed off for this morning. I'm like, yeah, we'll probably get at least through the first three. Um, But it was really good discussion. Uh, So uh, we will pick up next week with page two. Uh, But very good discussion, guys. And uh, we'll go ahead and close in prayer. And uh, again, keep in mind that encouragement is always a means to an end. It is always an encouragement basically toward holiness, uh, an encouragement toward a deeper walk with Christ. Encouragement is a means to an end, and that end ultimately is the glory of God. So with that, uh, let's pray. And Jason, could I have you close us in prayer today?